Hello and welcome to what's new in Microsoft 365 and Teams for the 11th to the 30th of September. So a bit of a long one uh, this time between having a few family commitments and being really quite poorly. We've got uh, a longer spell than usual, but it's been fairly quiet, so maybe not uh, too much catching up to do. We've got a new format to try with you this week. So look on the screen here so we're going to look at a topic at a time so you can see the main topics there OneDrive, SharePoint, Teams and then we've got a bundle at the end across 365 and what we're going to look at on each one is what's available now uh, what's been delayed bite-sized stuff so just a quick update and ones to watch so looking a little bit further out in the future so instead of you having to watch all of it if you're just into Teams for example you can just skip to the Teams part. If you go to the notes, skip to Teams, and you'll get all that information rather than me talking about everything that's late, everything that's a bite size, everything that's one to watch. So let's just see whether this new format works out. So let's start off with OneDrive. So we've got a bite size one here. This is the new utility coming to OneDrive and actually to, to SharePoint images. You see this example here, we're just cropping it, but also you get the ability to rotate it, but also some really nice functionality for changing the color uh, and the saturation, all that sort of stuff. So look out for that um, late uh, September to late October in OneDrive and in SharePoint. And you're going to get an easier experience when you are moving or copying. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that nearer the time. Okay, straight into our first full update for OneDrive. Now, this is a new command bar. So this will be of interest to anybody who finds the command bar a little bit busy. So before we uh, get into all the bullet points, just see up here that we've got the original one and just below it, we've got the new one. Can you see how much cleaner that is? It just looks a lot nicer. And the same on the right-hand side over here, you can see that we've got the, uh, it's just, it's a bit clunky. That, and for some reason, it's got like the, the previous and next. And actually, most of us know what, a left arrow and a right arrow does in that sort of context. So that looks a little bit nicer. So that's coming to OneDrive and SharePoint Web Viewer. So it just makes it a little bit easier to identify the right files and you can access the primary commands nice and easily. So that is due late September to early October for, for most of us. Okay, so we're now on to SharePoint and our first bite-sized one is a new SharePoint hub to hub associations. So that's really for the, for the SharePoint site owners. If that's of interest to you, have a look at, over at the site. I've got a lot more detail for that. Looking a little bit further out, actually, I don't have a lot of detail about this, even though this is only coming in October. I don't have a lot of information for you yet, but I will follow up, of course. But this is one to watch. You can see if that icon there it just shows you it's one to watch. This is private draft. So at the moment, you have uh, everybody can see for, for example most people can see a, a a sharepoint page that's been shared the authors can see the uh the drafts but maybe you don't want anyone else to see to your draft so you got a private draft just for you um while you're editing a page okay so into our first main update for SharePoint. This is a navigation switcher. So this is for people who want a bit more control over how their pages look. So the team site owners can choose uh, vertical, horizontal, and off. You can see those, those options there. And then uh, over on the right hand side there, you can see once you're on the page, uh, the options that, that you have. So you can go to the settings, change the look, and the navigation. Look out for that bit of extra control early to late November. Okay, let's see what Teams has got for us. And our first delayed one, so you can see a clock there, a little snooze. It's, uh, it's the best I could do. 
Um, so this is the breakout room presenter support. So this is really popular. So I've told a lot of people about this, uh, and, and people people get put a little bit put off by uh, the overhead of of breakout rooms because you know that the it's the, the the owner has to do all the organising, and unless you go in early, then set them up and come back out, and then uh, and then go back in into them during the call. You generally have to start your call, get this all set up, do it all, and it's, all that management is on top of the is on the organizer. So the fact that you can have the presenter support, you can allocate people to be room managers to help you out. That's going to be awesome, but it's been pushed back a little bit. Pretty much what I was just saying about having to do everything at the same time. That's getting fixed from a setting the rooms up point of view too. So if you look here, folks, you can see that this person in advance is setting up their rooms and assigning people to the rooms in advance. So I think those two things there, whether you are a an organizer of meetings or you just attend a lot of meetings, either way, you're going to see a lot more of uh, breakout rooms because they've just become a lot easier to manage. Also, that uh, meeting auto recording uh, expiration. So this is just the auto deletion of meeting recordings. So by default, it'll be 60 days, but your organization could push that out to, I think it's 99,999 days, or they can make it a lot shorter, or just not opt in for that at all. But look out for that, folks. I think that is gonna be, it's gonna be a useful tool to make sure that we, that we save information on purpose rather than just out of habit. But look out for that in, in November, sorry. Okay, so end-to-end -end encryption for Teams callings now. When we were talking about this at a major client, they were a bit concerned about talking about encryption and the users not thinking that, uh, that, that the environment was secure. So, so just the way I would describe this, let's say you've got a safe house that's a very secure environment. This is your tenant, it's your 365 setup and your team's calls and everything else. But maybe inside this safe house, you need like a physical safe, like a super safe room. So, so that no one else in the house can, can interact with that. Um, that's what, how I describe these um, the, the encrypted calls. So even the, you know, the system can't do its normal, uh, you know, the, the, the transcript, so the system can't access your calls either, you know, all that helpful stuff that you would have in a regular call. So, so look out for that, folks. It looks really nice, but it's been pushed back to, uh, to November. There's voice recordings uh, for those one-to-one -one calls, there's voice over IP, and those regular normal type calls, those PSTN ones. That, uh, the ability to record and the transcriptions, that's been pushed back a little bit to somewhere between any time now and the end of the month. A bite-sized one, so the ability to restart a team live event. So I saw this surface quite some time ago, and it seems to have come back again. The ability to restart a live event that, that's either crashed or, or you've stopped it by accident, that is coming back sometime this month too. Let's look a little bit further out. So now we're looking at uh, the ability to hide your own video uh, feed in Teams. Now, I personally, I like this because I, even though I, I like Teams, I like the video feeds, I actually, if I'm presenting, I always turn off the, the video feed anyway for, the, for, for all of the feeds coming in. But it might just be that you just don't like your own feed or you don't need to, you don't need to see it. Uh, so you're going to get the ability to turn that off in November. But also, if you want to, the ability to pin your own video feed. Um, 
not sure. I, I just I, you hear me just thinking while I'm reading that out why you'd want to do that. Maybe uh, you, you're, you're presenting and you want to just keep half an eye on how you look. I'm not sure, but both of those are coming soon. Okay, so on to our first full update. So if you are a Teams room user, it might be that you feel a little bit left out because some of the features lag behind or the experience really is quite different. So they're going to bring uh, the Teams rooms experience in line a bit more with the regular Teams meeting. So it'll still be different, but you're going to get some of the, uh, some of the, some of the regular Teams meeting features coming in. So participant grouping, uh, sorting by raised hand, uh, the user search, the chat bubbles, the live reactions, all the stuff that you're used to. So you're going to see that the Teams room is going to come into line a little bit. And that is due anytime now, uh, between now and the next couple of weeks. So between now and mid-October. Okay, so this is a big one. This is live now, uh, or it certainly is in the, the environments that, that, that I'm in. You know what it's like, folks. You're in a big chat meeting. Somebody says something, and then you want to respond to that. But a few of people have made their comments in between. It can sometimes be a little bit tricky to, to talk to make it clear what you're referring to. So Microsoft have finally given us this ability to. And if we just have a quick look at the the, uh, the image on the right hand side here, we are clicking the ellipsis next to a message, and then we're clicking reply, and then we type our message and send it. Set up running again, and it just means that it makes it really clear what you are talking about. So you can see it's accessed via the uh, the message actions menu. You might already be used to this on mobile, but it's live now, folks. Go and check that out. It makes it just a little bit clearer what you're referring to when you are chatting. Okay, so. If you are one of those people who like to show a whiteboard in your meetings or you like to refer to documents, maybe you're doing some proofreading of a document uh, with your colleagues, this functionality is going to be awesome. This is the, the content from camera in Teams meetings. So look at the screen here. You can see here that they, the, uh, the, the, the person in this meeting, they've said they want to share share the content from the whiteboard and the, the camera, they're pointing the camera at the whiteboard, it's picked it up, it's pulled it into Zoom, it's straightened it out. Now, when she puts her hand over it, it kind of ghosts her hand, that, that technology, the AI that they've been they've had for a little while. Um, it looks really nice, So, but you could also plug in a, a webcam, uh, either mount it somehow over a document and you could share that way as well. Now, that's due over the next couple of weeks as well. Okay, so in this new format, we have this section at the end called Across Microsoft 365. And this is just, this is a catch-all. This is just a catch-all, the, the, um, the other um, updates and delays or whatever else that we haven't covered off. So first of all, we've got a delayed, you can see it's got the little clock there, the Z's on it, the uh, feature for Yammer. Those nested replies and related features, that's been pushed back there. Those nested replies, that they, you know, just to, so you can see a thread, they're going to be awesome, um, and and I wish that I was working somewhere where we uh, regularly used uh, Yammer. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I know it gets a bad rap from a lot of people, but you use properly. It's a really good tool. But anyway, folks, if you are a Yammer person, look out for that. It could be as late as the end of the year. Another Yammer one that restricting Yammer community postings. So it just means that the the, the owner is going to get a bit more control over what can and can't be posted in there, uh, and that is due uh, over the next say three or four weeks by the looks of it to do now if you are a to do user and you use the apps on your phone or, or, your, or your device then you need to 
update it so get that updated by the end of the month if you want to get the latest features and you want it to not stop working Microsoft Stream the ability to add captions and transcripts for a video um, in SharePoint or OneDrive that you've uploaded so look out for that folks you know that we had we had this ability in the past but the new version of stream is just kind of catching up uh, this one's way out this is February next year but just just so you know that that is coming if you find that as a bit of a, a bit of a frustration and the viewer retention analytics so this looks quite good so I've not really done this one justice by uh, by giving it this one line but, but as it becomes uh, more details come through I will definitely share it it shows you where people are watching up to in a video, where they dropped out, um, what, what they what they've watched. That that I think is going to be uh, quite nice if you want some really detailed analytics about your videos in your organisation. Uh, but like I say, folks, it's due it's due it's due this month, so I'm surprised that I don't have more info. But I will definitely get some for you for next time. Microsoft Viva. Praise history, so it just means that you're going to be able to look at the, the praise history that you've received um, in your insights. Uh, your quiet time settings coming to uh, Teams and Outlook, look out for that in November. If you are interested in Viva, check out the, the, the link to the blog where I've shared a bit more information about this. Uh, another one to watch uh, is commenting on your video files and, and being able to tag somebody. So you saw that tagging, I think I talked about... Um, improved tagging coming to project last month or last week didn't I so you can see that it seems to be whatever they use for tagging they seem to have worked on that behind the scenes and it applies to a few different uh, apps and there's some new features coming to Visio. just there's too much effort to go into right now but look out in the blog folks and when more information about this comes to, to light I'll make sure I share that on the blog and Twitter and all the other ways that I do as well Okay, folks, so even though we had quite a long period there, that was quite a short catch-up, so what are we now, 14 minutes or so? It does seem that Microsoft have been a little bit quieter, and I wonder whether that's just because of the summer. Maybe things will start ramping up. We've got some events coming up. Maybe it'll start ramping up and we'll have a little bit more content. But for now, folks, make sure that you keep up on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn. Subscribe to the podcast. Maybe subscribe to, uh, to, to the newsletter over on the blog. If you're watching on the video on YouTube, please um, like and subscribe. It makes a big difference to surfacing and sharing it. But for now, folks, we are done. I hope to uh, hope to uh, see you next week. Next uh, week. Cheers. Bye.